Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Norm. It is November 24th, 2018, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from worldwatchmonitor.org. Two pastors among seven killed by Islamist militants in Eastern Democratic Republic of the Congo. Uh, two Congolese pastors were among the seven Christians killed in attacks by an Islamist militant group in Eastern DRC earlier this month. Six Christians, including Reverend Kausa Kaul Yusua and his daughter, 27-year-old Masika, were killed in the 10 and 11 November attacks by members of the Allied Democratic Forces on two villages near Beni in the northeast of, northeast of the Central African country. They also kidnapped 13 people, adults and children, a local source told World Watch Monitor. Among those kidnapped was a pastor, Reverend Josias Kapenga Katembo, from Boyking Village, whose body was later found in the forest, bringing the death toll to seven. On the evening of Saturday, November 10th, militants entered Mayamoya, 45 kilometers from the city of Beni, where they raided the church compound and nearby homes of Christians. Quote, at about 10 p.m., they got into the pastor's house and attacked his daughter with machetes. When she started screaming for help, her father came out to see what was happening and to rescue her. They shot him dead and then shot her dead, too. One of his grandchildren remains missing, unquote, a church leader in neighboring Erengeti told World Watch Monitor source. Quote, I was in my house when they attacked, unquote, a survivor said. Quote, from my window I could hear the attackers discussing what they, what, discussing that the area where they operate belongs to the Muslims and not to Christians and that every Christian found in it is an enemy, unquote. In the attack, three children between 8 and 13 were also killed. One of them, a boy named Kambale, was related to the pastor. The other two children have not yet been identified as their parents fled Mayamoya during the attack, said World Watch Monitor's source. The victims were buried on Sunday, November 18th at the CECA 20 Church Mission Compound in Oicha, in Oicha 30 kilometers north of Beni. Seven Christians, including four children and three men, are still missing after they were reported reportedly forced by ADF members to carry away the things they looted from Mayamoya. Late the following day, 11, on the 11th of November, Pastor Josias Kapenga Katembo, 44, of the 8E CEPAC Church in Boykin, 6 kilometers northeast of Beni, was kidnapped together with two of his four children and three other Christians belonging to his church. When militants descended on their village, a local source told World Watch Monitor. Twelve houses and vehicles were set on fire by the attackers who entered the village in military uniform. Quote, the attackers barricaded the road leading to the area of Bel Air and burned down homes situated close to the church. The attackers got in like soldiers on patrol, and those who saw them could easily notify inhabitants on the other side of Bel Air. But the church area is situated on the edge of town next to the forest to the east and was difficult for them to escape, unquote, the source said. Pastor Katembo's wife, Rebecca, 34, was also killed when she tried to flee as milita militants set fire to her home. The whereabouts of their other four children is still unknown. A church leader in Beni told World Watch Monitor source the attackers in Boy Boyakini <clears throat> did not burn the homes of Muslims. Quote, before the pastor's house, the house of a Muslim is situated. It is between two houses inhabited by Christians. The attackers skipped that house, but torched down the other two, which belonged to the Christians. The violence 
has caused civilians to flee the area. Quote, the people have fled in great numbers to places like Orientali and Ituri provinces, to Batumbo, and some have even crossed the border to Uganda. Please pray for God to help us, unquote, said a spokesperson for a local Christian NGO caring for displaced people in Oicha. In September, ADF, in a surprise attack, managed to reach the center of Beni, as reported by World Watch Monitor. The Congolese army, backed by UN forces, fought the ADF group in an offensive near the city on the 14th and 15th of November. Seven UN peacekeepers and 12 Congolese soldiers were killed. The World Health Organization had to also had to suspend activities in response to a major Ebola outbreak in the area. For the past two decades, the Ugandan-born rebel movement has taken root and has been blamed for more than 2,500 civilian deaths in three years in eastern DRC. However, as Nakais Kibel Oka, editor of the DRC-based magazine Les Coulis, or Behind the Scenes, told World Watch Monitor last year, ADF has become known as Muslim Defense International and it has been obtaining the support of jihadist organizations in Africa and beyond. A report by the Congo, Congo Research Group at New York University last week said ADF had received money from a Kenyan ISIS financial facilitator. So, um, just more examples of uh, Islamic persecution on uh, Christians in different areas now that we haven't talked about the DRC, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, much at all, but we see that the each each of these Islamic countries has almost a central uh, group that persecutes Christians on a more regular basis. In Nigeria, you've got Boko Haram. In uh, in Iran, Iraq, you've got ISIS and Al Qaeda, uh, Al Shabaab um, in Kenya, and so you have these these groups. And here in uh, DRC you have the ADF so we see that there's there is concentrated persecution of Christians in many of these Islamic countries so we need to continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in those areas specifically let's pray for these people that are missing that they will be returned to their homes um, returned to their families um, and their lives will be preserved and then pray for the the families of those who have been lost. So moving on to our world watch list, we are to number seven, which is Libya. Some facts about Libya. The region is Africa. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. Persecution level is extreme. The population of Libya is 6,409,000 and about 41,000 of those are Christian. The main religion is Islam, government is transitional, and the leader right now is Prime Minister Baez El Siraj. Where the persecution comes from, for Christians in Libya, two main causes of Christian persecution are Islamic militant groups and organized crime. Christians in this country are a very small minority, and most are foreigners in search of work or means of reaching Europe by crossing the Mediterranean. These Christian migrants, some come, most come from sub-Saharan African countries, face substantial religious intolerance and racial prejudice. A state of anarchy and civil war in, in the country results in impurity for Islamic militants and organized criminal groups engaged in the persecution of Christian believers. 
The country also exerts a great deal of societal pressure, calling for family members to persecute converts from Muslim backgrounds. How Christians are suffering. Libyan Christians from Muslim backgrounds face extremely violent and intense persecution, constantly pressured by their families and the wider community to renounce their faith. Christian migrants from other parts of the continent are also targets of Islamic militant groups and organized criminal groups that kidnap and sometimes kill with shocking brutality. Believers who avoid violent persecution are still harassed and subjected to threats from radical Islamists. Christ followers who publicly express their faith or try to share the gospel face the risks of arrest and violence as well. Because no single central government exists to impose law and order in the country, most crimes against Christians go unpunished. Examples. In June 2016, a Christian convert who had fled the country was lured back by her siblings, who told her that her mother was seriously ill. When she returned, they beat her and tried to force her to marry a Muslim religious leader, pressuring her to renounce Christianity, and she merely managed to escape. In November 2016, a Christian Libyan who shared his faith on social media was arrested in the city of Benghazi on charges of, quote, proselytizing on social media and denigrating Islam, unquote. So ways we can pray for Libya. Pray that God would disrupt the plans of the Islamic State in Libya and show them his mercy, grace, and sovereignty overall. Pray for the growing number of Christians from Muslim backgrounds in Libya, especially those isolated from other believers. Pray for Libyan believers scattered throughout Europe. Some still face persecution from their families back home. And pray that many would hear the gospel through Arabic satellite and web broadcast. Pray for new believers, for their protection, and for opportunities to cultivate and grow in their faith. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for um, the sacrifice you made on our behalf, the, the penalty that you paid so that we can be forgiven. And Lord, we thank you for those who are willing to withstand all sorts of persecution, um, even up to death, to uh, stand firm in their faith because of what you did for them. Lord, we lift up these uh, brothers and sisters in the DRC um, who have lost loved ones. Um, we pray for those families and, and loved ones of, of those who were killed in these recent attacks. God, that you would bring them peace, that you would you would strengthen their faith and not let this be something that shakes their faith. Uh, we pray for, for those who are missing, Lord, if they're still alive. We pray that you would deliver them from their captors, that you would set them free and that you would use them to even draw those captors to yourself, that you would use them in, in the preaching of your gospel to draw those people to yourself, Lord. And we pray that that you will um, work with and, and speak to the hearts and minds of the leaders in those countries. And um, God, that uh, anti-conversion laws, that blasphemy laws, that laws that, that lean towards the acceptance of persecution of Christians would be overturned. And that that would be to your glory and, and uh, to your credit, God. We lift up our brothers and sisters in Libya. Lord, we do pray that you would um, confuse the, the, the plans of Islamic State um, and that you would draw those men who are, are persecuting Christians in the same way that you drew Paul, that you would draw them to yourself, Lord. Um, we pray for all those who are, are converting to Christian from Muslim back Christianity, from Muslim backgrounds, Lord, we pray that you would protect them from their families, that you would protect them from persecution, that you would um, that you would connect them um, to other believers uh, and provide discipleship opportunities for them. Uh, we pray for those that many would hear the gospel, 
that through these Arabic satellites and web broadcasts, Lord, that you would uh, that you would draw people to yourself through the preaching of your word and your gospel, God. Uh, that you would be glorified in those broadcasts by by people repenting and putting their trust in you. And we thank you again for that. And we, we pray that, that you just continue to, to strengthen the faith of all of our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world and that you continue to be glorified. And we, we pray this for your glory and in your name, Jesus. Amen. So thanks, guys. Uh, again, share the videos. Uh, invite your friends to come be part of this group on Facebook, the Persecuted Church Awareness Month. We're six days away from the end of this and then we'll continue on month by month or every couple of weeks we'll i'll figure out some uh regular schedule to just keep you guys updated um rather than waiting another entire year before we get back into this um and just keep different prayer requests and needs um out in front of us to where we can see what's going on so thanks for being part of this thanks for taking some time to to listen watch and pray and uh, if you're on YouTube, like the, the video, share the video, subscribe to the, the YouTube channel, uh, and you'll get more of this and also the other weekly podcast that comes out. Uh, music reviews, music album reviews, and stuff like that that I do from time to time, just as special things. So uh, if you haven't been on the YouTube page, go to The Evangelical Norm on YouTube. You can find me there. Um, the Evangelical Norm on Twitter, uh, Norm Dunham on Facebook, um, or join, again, the Persecuted Church Awareness Month group and YouTube. So, once more time, I'll just say thank you, uh, and as always, preach the gospel at all times, use words, they're necessary, and until tomorrow, soli deo gloria. <laughs>